Y'all get ready? Yes, you get ready. Shout out to all my tea sippers out there. We are gathered here today to sip some tea, honey. So make sure you guys have your teacups ready because you already know this tea is what? Piping hot. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good this evening. So initially, I wasn't going to do a video on this because I just don't care about this shit, period, point blank. When the video went viral, I watched it. Felt no type of way and scrolled on to the next topic, okay? Now, a lot of y'all might say that I'm mean, I'm jaded and all this goofy shit. Because as soon as, you know, you don't fall for the mainstream social media attitude towards anything viral, you're a mean person. But what a lot of y'all don't realize is that the reason why I did not fall for this whole Quaden Bayless situation is because I've been on social media a long time. And I've seen a lot of these viral stories come and go, okay? And a lot of them are contrived. And a lot of people have ulterior motives, okay? Back in, I believe it was 2010, 2011, a grandmother claimed that her granddaughter, whose face was disfigured from a dog bite, that they went into a KFC and she was made fun of. And this went viral. It tugged at the heartstrings of America. People set up a whole fund me for the family. The family got a bunch of whole fund me money. Only to find out after people on the internet started snooping and trying to find this KFC where it took place so that way they could confront the people who disrespected the little girl. Come to find out after going through surveillance footage and everything else, the little girl was never at a KFC. Nobody did anything to this little girl. It was simply made up. And I was one of the few bloggers at that time who did not post the story. I felt the story was just contrived. It was just fake. And, you know, when I came to talk about the story, I was like, they need to make sure that, you know, that little girl's not in danger because for all we know, they could have made the dog attack the little girl to bite her in the face so that way they could get sympathy and money. Honey, y'all done made me go into to my archives bitch okay had to go through five years worth of video to find where i talked about that kfc story and other viral stories so you guys can get a, so you guys can get an understanding of my logic why i just i don't care and things just don't pull at my heartstrings okay i learned this five years ago and i've been the same way since so y'all go ahead and enjoy this flashback And folks were donating money and everything else. And people were sending me this story. Kevin Duke sent me this story. VH1 Access. So many folks sent me this story. But if you guys go on my Facebook page, I never shared the story. I never spoke on the story. I never posted the story. Nor did I record a video on the story. Why? Because I knew in my heart of hearts this story was bullshit. Okay? And this is why I didn't do a video on it. Because every time I do a video saying I'm not buying something or, or you know... I don't buy this story, I get attacked, I get threatened, I get cussed out. Let's go back to last year, okay? Let's go back to Sharmika Moffitt. When she came out and she said that some KKK members, you know, beat her ass and she said they poured some type of flammable solution on her and then lit her up, I called bullshit from day one. I was threatened by so many black folks. Oh, you're not shit, coon bitch. And she was really attacked by the KKK. You're full of shit for, for you know, questioning her story. A week later, it came out that the bride burnt herself up to make her boyfriend mad and to, you know, get attention from the world. Did anybody apologize to me? Nope. Motherfuckers threatened to unsubscribe, cuss me out. I had to deal with all types of nasty emails. But then when it came out that she lied, no apologies. No, I'm sorry for, you know, sending you that nasty email and threatening you. You know, none of that, right? So then after that, the whole situation came out with Tony, the Red Lobster girl who claimed that somebody wrote none nigger on her receipt and folks were donating money. 
And again, I said, I'm not buying her story. I'm not really feeding into this. I, I don't believe this. And then, especially once the customer came out and said that he didn't write that, and then all of a sudden, Tony was so quick to say, well, fine, maybe he didn't write it. Well, bitch, you told the world that he wrote it. Now you're trying to backtrack? Nah. But even then, folks were going off on me. How do you know he didn't write it? And da-da-da-da. Sat back. Now it's been proven through, um, he went and got a person to check out his handwriting, lie detector tests, and everything else. It's been proven that, that Tony and her co-workers lied. Then we had the gay woman who came out talking about somebody wrote, you know, they don't want a lesbian waitress and all this other bullshit. I said it on Facebook. It's funny how nobody can just, you know, go to a restaurant anymore and just tip normally. Folks are writing whole books on receipts and shit. Basically calling it out that the story was fake. And once again, after people ran and donated to the gay waitress, it came out that the gay waitress lied for attention and the story was fake, okay? And then after that, we had the big fat bitch in Home Depot who decided to glue her ass to the toilet seat. Folks want to know my opinion, and in that video, I said I wasn't buying it. Something's not right. I don't understand. You know, if it's super glue, it usually dries fairly quickly, and for it to really, you know, stick to her, I wasn't buying it. Then it came out a week later that this was all a hoax. The bitch wanted some money. She wanted to sue Home Depot and everything else. So, TT is to the point now where I get tired of all these stories that go viral and they pull at people's heartstrings, and I just don't feed into them anymore. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? Certain stories, yes, but unless there's like definite proof, police reports and everything else, I'm not about to just donate my money to just any damn cause. And it seems like too many folks do that. And this whole situation is just really, really disturbing how this family got over. All right, y'all just seen that. That was a young TT from a few years back, keeping it real as I still keep it real to this day. So now do y'all understand why I personally just don't jump on anything viral? That when I see things like that, I scroll right past it? Because I've seen the same song and dance before, damn it. <laughs> I don't put anything past folks, okay? I done seen a lot of fuck shit in my years online. Then, you know, most recently, so funny how the internet quickly forgets. If you guys don't remember, as recently as 2017, there was a little boy named Keaton Jones. The mother decided to film him. Keaton was crying. He claimed kids were picking on him because he had a cleft palate and he was born with a tumor and all this other stuff. And so the mom was recording him, decided to post it on social media. You know, a bunch of celebrities came to aid. You know, they felt bad for him. They set up a whole fund me. That's what I call them now. They're whole fund me's, okay? They set up a whole fund me for him. And his family, you know, accumulated a bunch of money. I think they got it to like 100K. And then soon afterwards, we find out that he comes from a racist-ass family. He's holding Confederate flags. You know what I'm saying? The mother's holding Confederate flags. He has a bunch of, you know, Nazi people in his family. And then it came out that the kids at the school weren't bullying him. They were basically responding back to his bullying digs. See, he was the type of kid he liked to dish it. But then when he received that from the black kids, the mama wanted to turn on the camera and, you know, the video goes viral. Then they get, you know, cha-cha-ching money. So when I seen this little boy, Brayden, I said, whatever, it's another viral story. I'm not posting this shit on my Instagram. I don't care one way or another because kids go through bullying all the time. I was bullied. You know what I'm saying? Kids go through bullying. And as a parent... When you're a responsible parent, your first thought is not to grab a camera and stick it in your child's face and, sh and show your child at a vulnerable moment where bullies could then pick on your child even more. As a parent, when my kids went through bullying and they had issues with other kids in elementary school, guess what? Me and my kids walked to those parents' houses. We need to talk because your son's not going to keep calling my son a nigger. What's up?
That's how I handled it. And we talked like adults and we were able to get our kids to realize, you know, certain things you don't say, you don't treat people like that, et cetera, et cetera. And if we couldn't handle it in the neighborhood, guess what? We took it to the school. We had meetings with the principal and everything else. That's what a responsible adult does. You don't jump online looking for sympathy and validation from strangers. People are talking about she's at her wits end. She didn't know what else to do. Well, welcome to being a parent. What were parents doing before social media? What were parents doing before Instagram? They were actually being parents and dealing with real world situations in the real world. So when I saw that, you know, sorry he was getting picked on, but a lot of kids get picked on. A lot of kids have illnesses and, and, and deformities that they cannot help, and they get bullied and they get picked on. And guess what? It just makes you a tougher person. It just makes you be able to stand up even more. Social media is not going to be there when somebody is disrespecting you in the real world, you have to be able to have tough skin and stand up for yourself. And another thing I notice is I've seen black children online. OK, not only bullied, but beat up viciously, attacked, jumped and everything else. I really have ever seen a GoFundMe get started for them. The little girl who was picked on and beat up by the girl named Sharkeisha. That video went viral. Nobody set up a GoFundMe for her and her family. But people made songs. People turned the slap into a beat. It was like a, a long running joke. So miss me with the bullshit. People, I've seen people on social media get it worse. I've seen kids in the hood walking through neighborhoods that they have to live in. Not only get bullied, but get beat up by the gangs. Nobody's setting up a GoFundMe to move those kids out the hood or get them out their situation. So I'm not, so I don't have a whole lot of empathy for somebody sticking a camera phone in their child's face and recording their most vulnerable moments. I've seen little dark-skinned girls cry on camera about getting picked on for their skin tone. Nobody sets up a GoFundMe for them. Why? Because that's life. Eventually, you have to learn to love your skin tone and understand that no matter what people say about you, God don't make no mistakes, period, point blank. That's how I'm raising mine. I don't need social media. I don't need Instagram to validate my children because I validate my children. And if they have issues with bullies, we're going to handle that in the real world. I don't need it, you know, played out in the, in the I don't need it played out in the court of public opinion. So for all y'all talking about I'm mean and all this other shit, you can kick rocks. This is my opinion. If you want to sit here and, and boohoo tear, if you want to sit here and cry tattoo tears for somebody that you don't know will probably never meet. Meanwhile, you got kids in your own neighborhood suffering. Meanwhile, you got family members in your own family getting bullied and picked on. And you don't give a shit. Miss me with the bullshit because people only like to jump on stuff when it's a feel good viral moment. But the same people in your neighborhood, you'll walk right past them. You'll see two kids going at it and, and, and you know, picking on each other. And, and you, you'll see two kids going at it and you'll walk right past it and act like it's none of your business. And now when something's viral, now you want to do something and go dig in your pocket. So that's how I felt about the Quaden situation. I just didn't care when I saw it. It was like, whatever, that's life. But then today it started coming out that basically people were accusing him of not even being nine years old. They're saying that he's technically an 18-year-old man. Um, a bunch of just really disturbing pictures started coming out of the boy. There's pictures of him with guns. There's pictures of him, you know, even younger, rapping, saying the N-word. All types of ratchet footage has been coming out about this little boy.
dwarfism, how does that affect his body exactly? But since then, in less than 24 hours, Little Boy's whole fund me managed to garner $400,000 and a trip to Disneyland. And now the internet is mad and they're feeling some type of way because all the pictures of this little boy, he's wearing Gucci. Even in the latest interview with his mama, he got on Burberry. I mean, the little boy is geared up from head to toe. He's running around in Yeezys and Jordans, as he should be. He should be dressed to the nines. Just because your child has a disability doesn't mean that you don't take care of that child and you don't keep them up. He should be dressed to the nines. But my thing is this, people feel some type of way like, well, you know, if he has money to be dressed like that, then why do they need to go fund me? But people need to question themselves, why did you go and donate? And the people who donated, now they're feeling some type of way. Now, let me say this. I don't believe that he's 18. I know a lot of people are trying to put that out there. I do not believe that he's 18 because I went back and I researched. This little kid's been famous for a while. He's one of the few kids in Australia. He's an Aboriginal. And, well, he's half Aborigine. Um, and basically, he's been in the Australian media since he was a baby. So he's not new to this. That's why I feel like his mother did this to once again get him back in the media, possibly get him trending, because he's a, he's actually a local celebrity out there in his area. A lot of people already knew him and knew his situation out there in Brisbane, okay? So my thing is this. I don't believe that he's 18. I do believe that he's nine years old. But a lot of those pictures that came out of him were very disturbing. The ones of him holding a gun, the ones of him it looks like he's running around with his older cousins who may be 18 years old who may not be you know the best influences for him but one thing I do want to point out is that you know to be fair the mother did not ask for the GoFundMe you know even though people are saying that the little boy is an actor and and all that stuff and that's fine and dandy but the mother did not initially ask for the GoFundMe okay the person who asked for the GoFundMe was a uh, was a little person comedian named Brad Williams, okay? He's the one who set it up, and I want to go ahead and talk about that because, to me, Brad Williams is full of shit. And I feel like he had ulterior motives to set up this GoFundMe, okay? If you guys remember, one of my very podcast was about Brad Williams. Brad Williams was catching a bunch of heat on social media for basically telling a story where he, you know, he literally raped a woman. He was talking about how Carlos Mencia was supposed to be sleeping with a woman. They basically switched, you know, they switched on her. And the story was very vivid, very realistic. But once folks started dragging him and calling him a rapist, all of a sudden it was just a joke. 
And I feel like because of that bad press and a lot of people, you know, basically canceling him, what better way than to salvage your reputation and make people forget about your rape joke than to jump on board with this because you see a little person who has your same dwarfism. So let's shift the blame away from my rape joke and everybody go ahead and donate to him. I suffer from the same thing. And even now they're interviewing Brad Williams and he's getting emotional on camera. Honey, I just see through the smoke and mirrors. Y'all go ahead and check out both of these videos. I'm gonna come back with the rest of my commentary. Every emotion right now. All right, look, I gotta, I gotta ask you about this, uh, this, this GoFundMe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When did you put that up? Uh, it, it's what day is today? February. Uh, today is February 20th. I put it up last night at about 9 p.m. Okay, so about 24 Pacific. hours. About yeah, about 24 hours. With a $10,000 goal. With with a goal of $10,000, because I, I like a lot of people saw the video. I saw this kid getting bullied. Um, I didn't like it. Uh, I have the same type of dwarfism as he does. Uh, I was bullied as a kid, and it just really spoke to me. So I thought I'll throw something up there, hopefully raise $10,000, fly the kid and his mom out and send her to Disneyland. I thought it would be a real simple thing. If I could raise a couple of grand, cool, I'd cover the rest. Um, Where are we at now? Uh, it goes up by the second. Hold on, let me see. Let me tell you where we're at right now. So as we of, are at, as of right this second, oh. we are at $121,000. $121, um, <laughs> how does that make you feel? That you had, you know, that you're able to. It really, it's about awareness. Yeah. First of all, to anyone who donated, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I did, I did nothing. I put the thing out there. You, you all did everything. You spread the word. Um, um, and now we're gonna get to do something really great for a kid that really needed it. No child should have to su should have to suffer like he did. So he turned off all the lights and then <laughs> sent me in, and then I started hooking up with the girl. And it went for a good 15 minutes before she realized that, huh? I mean, Mencia's tiny, but he shouldn't have stubby arms like that. And then finally, uh, she realized that she was having sex with me. That's kind of—I feel like that's like a rape story. Not in technical sense. I think technically it is. <laughs> well, I hope this was over seven years ago. <laughs> all right, so you guys just saw those videos of Brad Williams. So I feel like Brad Williams started all of this to deflect from people canceling him for that tacky ass rape joke. That's why he jumped in the fray of this. And really, this is Brad Williams' fault why this little boy is getting picked on and the family's being accused of scamming because technically the mother never asked for a GoFundMe. She never asked for any money. Brad Williams did this. But my thing is if it was sincere and you really wanted to look out for a little boy who had your same illness, you didn't need to set up a GoFundMe. You've made enough money in your career, homie. Okay, where you could have took some money and went to go meet that young man if you really want to be a role model to him and take him to Disneyland yourself. Do you know how many things I do for people on the back end that I never speak on? You know how many people have sent me links to their GoFundMe's because their brother got killed and they couldn't afford the funeral and I sent some money or somebody's house burnt down and I sent some money? Like, I help people all the time. I don't have to repost nobody's GoFundMe. I don't have to shout nobody out. I, if, you, if you're going to do something, you just do it out the kindness of your heart. You shouldn't 
shouldn't be looking for validation, nor should he be looking for other people to jump on the help train. If he really wanted to help that boy and look out for him and his family and take him to Disneyland, he could have came out of pocket. I know YouTubers who have come out of pocket to take kids to Disneyland because they were touched by something that one of their subscribers left in their comments. I know YouTubers who have done that, who have come out their own pocket, made no announcement, told nobody else besides me that they paid for somebody to go to Disney World. So you mean to tell me Brad Williams could have did the same thing? He did this for show and he did this to deflect, okay? So this entire situation is just foolish. At the end of the day, they got their money. Do they need to get back the 400000 Absolutely not, because that was on y'all silly asses who sat there and donated to somebody when half y'all won't even look out for people in your own community, okay? So, I mean, have fun. Everybody's like, what are he going to do with the money? That's a lot of money. He's probably going to buy some more Gucci drip, okay, and more Burberry. What else should I expect him to do with the money? It's his money. Him and his family can do whatever they please with the money. Kudos to y'all. Y'all came up. Kudos to you, bitch. And if you guys are mad, be mad at Brad Williams and be mad at yourselves for falling for every single, you know, what I'm saying whole fund me hoax on the Internet. This is the latest hustle on social media and it's been going on for years. You know, the, the victimization hustle. Oh, I've been bullied. Oh, my child was picked on. Oh, this and that. People go through all types of stuff in the real world and nobody's cutting them a check. Those are just things that we go through. That's just what makes you stronger. My thing is that to the 17,000 people who gave him all this money, how is him getting $400,000? How does that solve the bullying issue? If anything, it's going to put more of a microscope on him. Now he's getting bullied by social media because people swapping down that he's 19 or 18 years old when he's clearly a nine-year-old. So I think that this is just really silly. And it's really unfortunate that people just have a sheep-like mentality. As soon as they see one person doing it, they got to run and do it without even questioning anything, without trying to see the validity of the situation. But then when you call it out or when you're like, nah, I see through the bullshit, then you're mean, you're negative and all this other stuff. I'm sorry, I don't fall for social media viral stories. I've seen enough nonsense throughout the years that when I see stuff like this, I just keep on scrolling. So anyways, y'all, let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Let me know your thoughts. How do you guys feel about this story? Do you guys feel like poor Quaden who was bullied? Do you feel like he's 19 or do you agree with me that he is nine years old? And then do you also agree with me that, you know, if we want to blame somebody, blame Brad Williams, because to me, he comes off as very disingenuine for starting this GoFundMe. I feel like he had ulterior motives for starting this GoFundMe because he doesn't want anybody else, you know, bringing up the rape thing. So what better way to deflect from that by using this boy's situation? So let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the thumbs up. And last but not least, don't forget to hit the notification bell. So that way you can down with the notification squad. Let me know your thoughts on this entire crazy situation. Once again, concerning this viral story. And this young man basically walking away with a cool 400K because of social media stupidity. So make sure if you're not subscribed, you hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to thumbs up the video. And last but not least, don't forget to hit the notification bell. So that way you can be down with the notification squad. So let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Let me know your thoughts. All right. Do